welcome to today's Ask the Masters, and we're gonna um, we're playing around with some different ideas and some different thoughts today. And so I'm joined today by J.C. Escudero, and we're going to talk this week about. Um, kind of what's new in the world of social media. So uh, we all realize that, um, well, we all realize that Ask the Masters is the best page on the internet, uh, but we also all realize that um, there are plenty of other pages out there that have fantastic comments too. And um, most of us, uh, the, the Ask the Masters uh, admins and, and moderators, most of us are on all of the other pages as well and looking around and um, there's just interesting stuff that comes across all across the different social media platforms and so we wanted to kind of um, uh, do a somewhat of a regular uh, kind of come together and hey what have you seen on Ask the Masters or what have you seen on uh, pool related social media this week and just kind of have some discussions about it. And um, we would love for this to be super interactive too. So um, uh, down in the comments below, uh, feel free to, to have some further uh, discussions and uh, we'll kind of jump in and out uh, as well. Um, but we want to we want to kind of look at what's uh, what's caught our eye uh, specifically across the different social media platforms this week, and then um, in the future we're gonna we're gonna make this a pretty regular piece. In the future, if if you guys catch something that is rather interesting, um, you can send any one of us uh, a direct message or even send a, a message to Ask the Masters and and kind of uh, point some things out to us. And um, if we find something interesting, we will. Kind Kind of uh, well highlighted on these shows, and um, so enough of me talking. Um, uh, welcome in, JC, and good to have you back. Uh, how's it going? Good. Everything is doing good. The weather has been changing, and as you can see, there's a, a lot more heat uh, coming up. The summer is just hitting the first big wave uh, of heat that we're hitting this week, and. Uh, with that same heat wave, you know, there was a, a lot of news and a lot of things that I kind of, you know, bounced around and, and had some thoughts and even discussed with, with Kevin the other day uh, is, you know, these, um, the post-COVID syndrome. And it's really everything after all that we went through. And now it's distribution who has problems, manufacturing has problems, raw materials missing, and, and it's across the board. It's not only our industry. Uh, I've seen it, you know, I talk with also general contractors. They tell me that they can't get insulation. And we all know about, you know, the explosion on the plants and the PVC shortage, chlorine. It's just nonstop. Yet you find uh, within the community and within all the posts, a lot of, uh, I say, good relationship and good friendship. People are getting close to each other says, hey, I have this. Do you do you guys some valves? Do you guys have, you know, I'm missing this part, missing the other part. And I get I get often, you know, texts from um, other colleagues and friends going like, I do you have this part? You know, I know you're okay, we're guy, you know, and stuff like that. And I don't know if you get the same and as you saw in some some of the forums. Yeah, exactly. Uh, matter of fact, just uh, just today we had um, 
uh, we've been working with a landscape architect uh, that we've worked with for many, many years. Actually, one of the first projects I ever did was with this landscape architect. And uh, she's working with another pool contractor um, on a project right now, and they can't get material. And we just so happen to have a uh, client changed from a standard heater to a high efficiency heater. And we had already purchased the equipment um, and we were getting ready to return it. And, and she happened to call and, and everything's working out. And so it looks like I'm able to provide them a filter and a heater. Um, and, uh, and, and so of the five pieces of equipment that they weren't able to have, um, he's been able to source two, I have two. And so now he's just down to trying to source one piece of equipment. So yeah, I'm really de definitely seeing the community as a whole come together, which to me has been a long time coming. Um, you know, the community, at least here in Southern California, I don't know if it is the same elsewhere in the country, there's always been this very much of a it's me against all the other pool builders. Um, and, and I've never found that to be super productive, um, you know, uh, with, with all of my years um, in Genesis and now with Watershape University and throughout the years, um, I mean, you and I are a perfect example. We build in the same marketplace, you know, and, and I don't know if we've bid against each other, but I imagine over the years we have before we formed a relationship and there's never been a, you know, it, it's not like I don't want to give you information and you don't want to give me information. It, it's so I've never felt that need to be, um, you know, anti-community. Uh, and so I think personally, I think that's a, a great development within our industry. And I think um, social media has really been helpful for that as well. Yes, absolutely. And uh, now what we were talking about, I shared and I put our page there on Facebook. Um, just because we have uh, also, you know, uh, questions and things that are recurrent. And I think one of the, uh, I, one of the biggest, uh, I should say, subjects or questions that we get recurrent, and this comes probably every two, three months, we get uh, someone from the forum very interested about, I got a hydraulic problem, my basin is too small, you were actually commenting on it earlier. Uh, those things we, you know, once we go over and try to answer their questions as best as possible. Uh, and a lot of the times I explain, I explain people when they, they, they call me up on things or they call me or they send me a private message. You go like, uh, I, you gotta understand you give a little bit limitation of, you know, understanding what's your question. You give me two sentences and we all have our, different opinions and we all have also different experiences. The hydraulic part is just a hydraulic part, but it all depends on, you know, how you're applying it. Uh, sure. Water is water and we're not gonna change that. And it will rule always uh, the water levels and the search basins and all that. And uh, I think that's, that's uh, a great post that uh, eventually we can, uh, probably dive in a little bit more, like you say, and get get something that's really interesting that people can just go and uh, uh, look for it. And maybe we can just tell people, look at go, look at this podcast that we did, more hands-on. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that uh, the search function within groups is really pretty good now. Uh, and so if you go right into the Ask the Masters page, you can't do it from your general screen. But if you actually log into the Ask the Masters page on Facebook, you can actually go in and then place a search and look for a, um, a specific topic or a keyword or whatever. And you All can right. go through and find some of the previous stuff. There's so much good stuff in there. I, I don't um, know if you're seeing it, but that's exactly what I'm doing on the screen. Sure, yeah. And I'm sharing the screen. You just go again. I'm going to do it again for the viewers. It's right here on the main page, the little uh, magnifying glass. You type in your question, which... Or even the, just a keyword. Yes, correct. So you go here, infinity. You click send, and you're going to get a lot of posts that we've been discussing over time that specifically talk about that. And yep. one, of the, one of the things that I tell everybody, just go, on, go to the podcast. It's probably already been discussed. And right in this search, as you can see on number two on the, on the search, it's actually episode 13, uh, you know, talking about infinity pools and tile and maybe other things, but the key word came, came along. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and the um, the we're all on there pretty regularly. Uh, I mean, even though we're all super busy, that's um, one of the things that I think all of us really try and make a commitment is to kind of jumping in there and and whenever we have a spare five minutes or whatever, Rick or myself or you or Kevin Cobabe or Randy Beard, Paulo Benedetti, kind of everybody just really jumps in there and. Uh, and, and we really try to give as much advice. Now we can't always get deep into the weeds, and you know we're not necessarily going to design your entire thing, uh, but we're going to give you you know real kind of overviews and um, uh, and, and kind of give you some principles that you can follow, uh, so that we're not talking just specifically about one this one particular project, but it's something for a learning experience for everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. So what else? Uh, what's caught your uh, What's caught your eye this week uh, in in the world of pools? Well, one of the one of the things that you know, I'm always browsing on magazines as well because you know now you don't get a lot of them printed or subscriptions sent, so uh, a lot of it is online. So every now and then, when I got a minute, uh, or like most of you, you know the the weekend or at night or a moment of relaxing or waiting for an inspector. I'll just try to, to get some of that, you know, input and see what's new. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, innovation on, on products and things, but uh, one of the things that relates all these new products, and I think it's, it's in relation of also all the uh, posts we have from a lot of people talking about sanitation options due to the COVID and to the, again, all the, all the chlorine shortage and so on and so forth, you have all these other people that are interested in, okay, what do I do if I'm not gonna get tablets? What are my options? So I've seen a lot of that also being discussed on the forums. Uh, people are getting truckloads of salt and you know they're doing a lot of transitions to salt and uh, that's okay for their application and if that resolves the problem, and they can keep a happy customer. 
And I think just like us in the industry, we're getting uh, not only as builders, uh, any you know, great increase, maybe 30, I, I'm almost tempted to say it's gonna be almost a 40% by the end of the year on construction. The service side of the industry has been also, has got a boom extremely. And I see, uh, I see a lot of guys that are even on the service side of the industry having, you know, from, they used to service 45 pools, now they're serving 70 pools. Uh, how did that happen? And it's just more people uh, wanna get their backyard up in shape, up ready, uh, people are not traveling. So they need that, that uh, uh, safe environment in their home and that they have, they have somewhat the money. A lot of people were not able to spend it out in other leisures, going to restaurants or you know, traveling, et cetera. So we have that, that in the forums, it's been also uh, a huge uh, part of conversations is what do I do if I don't get tabs? Sure. And I think this is a, it's a, a, a great opportunity to start introducing AOP and ozone and some different right. options. And, you know, the clients, everybody watches the news. And uh, I think CNN even had a piece about, uh, you know, chlorine shortages and that. And right. so um, when, when the pool industry, we're such this tiny little industry, when we're actually making it uh, into national news um, with some of the things going on, uh, you know, the, the, the general public is paying attention and they understand these things. And so, you know, it's a great opportunity to start to present some of these different options. And I think people are much more open to it right now. Now, you know, you have to manage the expectation because you probably can't get the parts, but um, at least you can have the discussions and maybe you can close a couple more deals than you would have, you know, in 2018 or 2019, because people are just, their, their awareness is opening up. And, um, you know, it, it's like out here in LA when, when there's a big power outage or whatever, um, you know, generator sales go up and and different things like that. So there's definitely, you know, there's definitely an opportunity to increase your bottom line and to present things to clients that they're probably a lot more open to discussing than they would have been in years past. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely also some of the other things that have come to mind when I'm looking at some of these articles and and also on the forums is also, you know, a couple couple bad uh, business decisions, couple pool companies, especially one, Olympus has went through, uh, yeah. you know, in the uh, Panhandle area that has left, you know, a lot of pools open. And we've seen that in many regions all over the country. It happens in Arizona, it happens in New Mexico. Uh, we know it happens here a lot in California. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, uh, the preparedness and the readiness, the the work that needs to be in the back office, and I know this is an ugly one right behind me, but it's it's my trench. It's where everything's happening, and we have to be very careful always to, you know, not only advise our clients, but you know, making sure that look, I want to be competitive, but I can't just, you know, be too competitive by risking my operation. Sure. And, and your lower quality, we all know when the price goes down, and and it's not a it's not a uh, and now it's unfortunately uh, for homeowners it's 
it's not a buyer's time. So they have to also understand that materials, plywood, uh, we all know everything has been up. Uh, I just put gas yesterday. I think I paid uh, four ninety two. Uh, yeah, I paid four eighty nine yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. So it, these are these are numbers that we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, yet there there's some you know non stability around in some of these suppliers and chains of supply that it's been affecting and and I get calls all the time. Hey, can I buy you a, uh, from you equipment? I go like, yeah, I wish I had it. I'll sell it to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, we've been fortunate here in that uh, most of our projects are real big. And, and so we can project um, long term. Uh, and so I actually knew um, what was coming uh, for the rest of the year. And, and I have out in my warehouse here, uh, I probably have $100,000 worth of equipment. And I just went to, uh, as soon as the Texas freeze happened, I went to my clients and said, hey, there's a shortcoming uh, 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 upcoming and it's gonna be really hard to get equipment soon. Let's buy your equipment now. And even, you know, we had some jobs that were just in the steel phase and, uh, but we knew that we were gonna be, you know, needing equipment late summer. And right. so we went ahead and pre-purchased most of the equipment that we needed mm -hmm. for uh, at least six to nine months just to sort of get ahead of it. And boy, I can't tell you, um, you know, how happy that's making me to have that all sitting out there right now. It's, it's, I'm yeah. not having to lose sleep over that. Yes. I have a couple of pools with no lights. It's not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> yep. We'll get those pulled in as soon as we receive them. It's just the way it goes. Sure. Yep. So looks like you've got a couple of tabs up there. Um, let's uh, open a couple of those tabs and kind of talk through um, through what you found interesting this week. Yeah. Well, I found a uh, I found a couple little articles. One one of them here in, in Aqua uh, with with new products, and uh, we're always looking for innovation. And I found a company that is doing really nice scoopers. So uh, coming down to it. It's not really, you know, something we like to do publicity, but I think are based on the pictures, they look like really good products, really nice products. And I was looking for that because I have a client of mine that has uh, that has some of these are going in one of his projects. So there's these here is the really nice uh, scoopers that they make uh, out of uh, rubbed uh, oil bronze and yeah. this copper. Uh, so they really looked at it. It's really nice. And uh, I looked into that. Also, one of the things that I, I looked into the, uh, into the, uh, the magazine, it's also a, a great article about, you know, let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, Uh, where is it? Maybe it was another magazine. You see, we got so many stuff. But there's <laughs> one here that, you know, it never gets old. And uh, let me see if I pull it up. If some of some of you will recognize this, the pool that- oh, Yeah, that's really, Skip's real famous pool, Skip Phillips. Right. Yeah, uh, always, every time I see it, I, I, I can hear Skip talking to me and explaining, you know, his vanishing edge detail that he does on his classes. So it was. It's a, it's another article that it, it comes and they 
emphasizing the designing the project properly. And I think that's one thing that our industry is finally getting it, is finally doing their homework. Uh, not only the use of the softwares are much better now, uh, there's, a, there's a lot more quality into the actual footprint of the equipment and things on that sort that, you know, back in the day was literally non-existent. Homeowner had no idea how big the equipment was until just boxes and boxes showed up on the driveway. And you and I know equipment was larger back then. So it was, it was sort of deceiving. Now having all those tools, I think helps tremendously. So that was, that was one, one, one nice article that I, that I wrote through. Um, well, and before you move past that, I just want to bring yeah. up, um, you know, you talk about design and you talk about, you know, that article in particular, every pool should be a water feature. Um, uh, and, and I think that's one of the things that, uh, that we're really, I'm excited about um, right now is that Watershape is, um, Watershape University, you know, they have been, um, you know, a lot of super technical classes on, uh, you know, business structure and hydraulics and proper construction techniques and that, uh, but just, um, you know, we're just about to announce here uh, the uh, the very first um, elements, uh, the um, uh, the the principal, their, their first design class. Um, it is uh, essential pool design, I think is the name of it. I'm butchering the name, but um, that's launching here any day. Um, uh, matter of fact, I think it might even be available. Uh, but that's that's coming out here pretty quick. And we actually did a uh, about a 20 or 30 minute interview with Kurt Krasinger, who's the, um, the the instructor for that class. And so uh, watch for that video. It's it's either already out or it's going to be out any day now. Um, and that's really it's one of the things that I'm really appreciating about Watershape University as well is that it is they're, they're starting to bring into design discussions as well. It's not just all about the technical stuff. You yeah. know, you and me can get into the weeds on, you know, uh, on a debate about whether we should have a three inch pipe or a two and a half inch pipe. And, and you and I enjoy that, but uh, frankly, a homeowner doesn't really care. They just want something that's going to look good. Yes. And so, uh, you know, learning some of the design elements and, and the design principles uh, to make the vessels look, uh, you know, just that little bit better to differentiate yourself. I think is so important and it's great to see formal classes with that coming out now. Yeah, so, so critical. And uh, on, 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 on that note, uh, as you say, water in transit, uh, there's, a, there's an article that uh, came out as well uh, uh, from uh, Water Shapes about Disney. Uh, I don't know if you had time to read it. I, I did I not. Really, you know, we'll let everybody know why there's no mosquitoes in Disney World. We all know there's an extreme amount of mosquitoes and everybody in, uh, in Florida and at SeaWorld, Disney World, uh, in general, there's so much humidity, it's always breeding ground. So everybody knows that all year round, you have bugs and mosquitoes. And the spite of that, this article explains real well, what was the vision of, uh, of Disney himself from Walt uh, when he met, you know, a post-war uh, veteran that wanted to mitigate mosquitoes when they were out in the jungle, which was a similar condition. And uh, I, I really, 
enjoyed this article very much. And it talks about the solution it was not pesticides or not getting any of that. It was just water in transit. Wow. That, that's all there is. And uh, if anybody has time to read it, it's, it's an awesome little article. It has a lot of ins and outs that you can actually incorporate in your projects. That way you can mitigate that whenever you have that. Even when in dry areas like ours or uh, the Southern areas uh, in the desert, uh, we do get, you know, a few few months of the year that it's really humid and we have a lot of breeding grounds and people are not aware of that stagnating water, uh, how, how it affects it. Sure. And the other uh, interesting thing uh, through some of my design classes uh, that I learned is that um, you know, so you've got this whole uh, water in transit um, situation for very humid environments, um, but then the flip side happens as well. Um, you know, water has been introduced into living spaces for you know, generations for, for millennia, actually. I mean, yeah. the Moors um, used it in order to actually um, introduce some humidity and they used water in transit um, in like courtyards within, um, you know, the inner courtyards of, of homes in order to introduce some humidity um, to actually bring the temperature of the living space down. So, um, you know, water is, it's, it's a really incredible, medium that we can utilize in different spaces. So you think of an area like Phoenix, you're never going to, you know, raise the humidity significantly in Phoenix, but by introducing water into uh, strategically into spaces, um, you can actually have the tendency to cool that space ever so slightly. But then you also have the um, uh, you know, the psychological effect, uh, you know, talking about some of the blue mind um, type uh, yes. things where you're, you're really, um, uh, you're, you're psychologically, your body just calms down by being closer to water. So, um, you know, some of that is, is always real intriguing to think about and learn about. Yes. Uh, well, it's a couple of uh, the things that I, that I saw this week that were very interesting. And I thought I'd share with you and with all sure. our uh, forum and viewers and friends that we have on our on our Facebook page. Yeah, let's uh, talk real quick about uh, just this second article right here, the highly transpicious. Um, that is I have not right? had a chance. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to read that article, but boy, um, that is... That's something else. Uh, and I know the guys over at uh, Pool Magazine, I believe they talked to the designers and engineer on that as well. And right. uh, I mean, that's the, the amount of engineering that has to go into an acrylic pool uh, is, I mean, that's in and of itself pretty crazy. Uh, but then to be putting one of these pools in between two buildings, um, you know, what you may or may not realize is that buildings move and they sway. Right. And so, you know, the, the ability the to, condition too. well, exactly. Uh, and so, you know, that pool has to be able to compensate for, you know, differential movement between buildings. So, um, you know, that's, that's real intriguing. I'm, I really am looking forward to kind of digging in and, and the yeah. nerd in me really wants to figure out some of the, how they made that work, because that just seems, it, it yeah. seems ambitious to me, but obviously they pulled it off. Yeah. 
Uh, one of the uh, one of the things that I was looking at it's also this floating pool water, uh, sure. which has been in the forums discussed a lot. Hey, look at this! It's amazing. Well, yeah, there's it's probably going to be a lot of things going on there. Um, and this was a, it's in New York, I believe. So this river, yeah. it says there. And yeah, which which nobody even wants to swim in because it's so hideously dirty. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, again, another, another thing that I'm looking forward to kind of digging into and learning a little bit more about because they're actually filtering the water from the river and making it to uh, a, a state where it's going to be clean enough to swim in. That right, just seems, baby. yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's an intriguing concept in and of itself too. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I see coming up on the forum is uh, a lot of manufacturers, a lot of other uh, suppliers are preparing for Dallas show. Yeah. That's something that it's coming up also. Uh, I am actually doing reservations and everything, you know, to try to book and have all the airlines and everything ready because everybody's going to start traveling as well. So. Yeah, and um, you know we haven't really—I don't—I don't think we've announced it, but we can announce it here. Um, okay. So, ask the masters and the Pool Pro podcast. We will be having a table at the show, uh, and so we will be located. I don't have the exact location yet. I don't think they've finalized the map, but we yeah. are going to have. Um, all of us are going to be there, uh, and so we're going to be right uh, directly across from the Watershape University Pavilion, um, and uh, they've got a nice big booth for Watershape University, and so we're going to be located just right across the aisle from them. But yeah, we're we're super excited to kind of get to know everybody and and yeah. meet all of our listeners and interact a little bit more. Um, yeah, that would it be looks so cool. like yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we have at least one uh, Ask the Masters Tour event that's going to be happening. Uh, it's going to be happening before the show. Um, we're going to be doing a, um, a, a field trip uh, a couple miles. I think it's uh, two miles away from the convention center. Um, there is a movable floor system going in. Uh, it's actually being finalized right now as we speak. It's being commissioned. And so by the time we get to Dallas in November, it will be fully operational. And that's that. so cool. And so... Yeah, yeah. So we're going to actually have an on-site live event um, uh, with the uh, with Twinscape and with all the executives there walking us through the system. Um, you know, we're going to have uh, the the mechanical spaces open uh, so that you can kind of understand, you can see the system moving. Um, and and I know for me, uh, before I built my first system, um, you know, I flew up to the Bay Area, and Paula Benedetti had a couple of uh, jobs. Uh, one was already completed and one was in construction. Mm -hmm. And so I spent uh, the day up there uh, touring the different jobs. I know I need to kind of see and understand yes. and touch and feel everything yeah. uh, to really uh, grasp it. And so this is going to be just an amazing opportunity to, uh, to, to actually see one of these um, in person and kind of understand the technology. So we're real excited about that. I'm working on another event. We'll, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to pull a second event off. Uh, but if we are, um, uh, we will definitely let you guys know about yeah. that too. Uh, but for sure, we have one event. And uh, like I said, we're going to have a booth at the show. So make sure you come by and say hi to all of us. We'd love to see you. 
the one thing I can tell everyone that are going to be listening to us on this uh, podcast and this conversation is, as you see, it's very casual. But I want to tell you every Ask the Masters lifestyle event that it's been done. It's been a tremendous success. It's a lot of people have just went and learned so much. I, I just I just remember from the top of my head uh, the one in Phoenix, you know, about tile with laticrete and wet edge and uh, these people bring to the table so much uh, information and so much experience that we can take in in a, in a class without being, you know, anything extravagant. And also as well, uh, San Diego, that was amazing to go into the back room and the engine and look at all the pumps and how all that water is being uh, filtered for SeaWorld. It's just crazy. So yeah, I and- really recommend, you know, as soon as you announce a date that people sign up for that because it's going to be a limited space as well. For sure, because it is a small space and it's definitely going to be limited. It will sell out. Absolutely. Uh, and so for those of you planning, um, it looks like that is going to be Sunday evening, um, either Sunday evening or Monday. I, actually, I can tell you um, it right. is going to be. Um, it is going to be, sorry, you'll have to forgive me here. Uh, it is going to be Sunday evening, uh, the 14th. So, um, I'm not sure. Uh, so the show kicks off on Tuesday. Um, so it'll be two days prior. And if we do a second Ask the Masters event, we're trying to slate that in for Monday. Uh, and so, um, you know, if, if you guys are even considering that, um, we're working on uh, doing a Sunday evening event. That one's confirmed um, uh, for the right. movable floor. And then Monday, you'll either have a day to kind of, uh, tour around Dallas and do whatever before the show kicks off on Tuesday, or we are working on a second event that would happen on Monday. Right. So um, uh, stay tuned for that information. Um, but yeah, before we, uh, as we kind of sign out, um, I was actually just on the phone with uh, Steve Gutai, uh, yes. and uh, and that's the reason why I was late. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, obviously the podcast comes out when it comes out, but uh, you know, you and I were scheduled to be on a little bit earlier, but I was talking yes. with Jandy. Um, kind of floating the idea with them about uh, doing an event similar to what you just pulled off. Uh, so kind of tell everybody what just happened. I mean, if you followed along the page, yeah. you saw kind of us teasing a little bit about the Hayward event that we exactly. just went off. And uh, so um, kind of tell everybody about it. And we're in the middle of editing all of those videos yes. and, and getting that ready for distribution. But but yeah. kind of give everybody a, a, a synopsis of what we did. because. Uh, yeah. We got Absolutely. a ton of content on that day. There was a lot of content, exactly. So one of the things that most of you don't know, and obviously it's a little hard for for us in the you know in the in the back room trying to pull material and, and record more stuff and everything since the pandemic, and we couldn't get to to uh, to the studio and things on that sort, and and see each other face to face and do a little less Zoom and more hands on. And the hands on training, I think it's always been missing a little bit. So, uh, you know, Dave uh, came with this idea and uh, I, I sort of dived into it and I proposed it to do it. And 
and do a whole series of more hands-on training, how to connect, how to do this, how to program, and also introduce new products and new devices and new things that we'll do. This one is just about all the new stuff and the new line that Hayward is pulling, but it's very educational. We have a lot of material that has been edited, as Dave said, and it's gonna talk about all the programming, the new pumps also after June 26, uh, all the WAF uh, regulations for energy and all that efficiency, how to communicate the heater and things of that sort. We're also introducing the new heater from Hayward, uh, the smallest footprint in the industry and things on that sort. We'll dive into in a, in a mini series of podcasts, like Dave said, uh, it's gonna be so exciting. We have also Dave Rockwell that joined us that day and he did an excellent interview about automation on sanitation, <coughs> all that AOP and different systems. So there you go. Yeah, and it's not just, uh, what I appreciated about it <coughs> is um, it wasn't a, um, here, you know, like, like your standard, when you go to a show and you, you know, you, you, you walk out on the show floor and, oh, here's the shiny new object and here's the shiny new object. You guys really got into the weeds a little bit and, hey, yeah, here's the new heater, but here's how we're going to make it, you know, here's how it connects to the OmniLogic and here's, you know, you got a lot more hands on. Uh, and so I think it's going to be, um, you know, a real powerful series and going to yes. be real relevant to those in the field. It's exactly. not just a... You know, it, it's not an infomercial showing all of Hayward's new products. It's, it's more not, of yeah. here's the new product and here's how you should apply it. And here's yes. how some of the tips and tricks. So I'm really looking forward to all of that. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're working to, to kind of generate that kind of real world content. Uh, so that's, right. that's upcoming, uh, you know, the Hayward series, I, I, I think uh, I was just looking, I think we got 10 or 12 different episodes yes. that are going to come out of that, which is, you know, that that's an amazing amount of content. So you can look for us to be distributing that over the next couple of months as we, exactly. as we get those all edited and that. Yeah. So, and, and I'm going to throw all of the, you know, I may have birthed the idea, uh, but, but I spent all of 12 seconds on it. Um, you know, you deserve all the credit because you made all of the arrangements and, uh, and so kudos to you uh, for Thank pulling you. that whole thing off because it was, it was more than just a phone call or two. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty significant event and, you know, you really did a bang up job and pulled it off and, and it's going to create uh, a lot of useful content for the community. Thank you. And I hope a lot of questions will come out of that because that's the intention. You know, the more, the more questions, the more forum, the more we can populate, you know, our, our page with answers uh, for everyone in the industry that is looking for an answer that doesn't have uh, a physical manual or doesn't have, or is in the field and is trying to get something resolved. I think that will be tremendous help. And yeah. like you said, you know, we had, we had a lot of coordinating, a lot of things, but I think it's just the, uh, it's just the beginning of, you know, another, another path for the trainings that we can do as, uh, as you will say also, and we started also the, the Spanish translation a little bit on a couple of the posts. Uh, this also has been, you know, kind of roaming my head for a very, very long time. And uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of members in the forum that, you know, uh, not only that are, you know, speaking Spanish and live uh, here in the United States, 
we have a lot of followers that are down in South America, down in Mexico, down in Costa Rica. Uh, I know I spoke to, to John uh, one time and he says, yeah, there's a lot more information that you know we can, we can start dripping down into, like you say, the trenches and everybody to get everybody into a better education and know more knowledge. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I'm really looking forward to coming out of COVID and being able to kind of explore some of these other avenues as well. Uh, you know, it's been my vision to do something Spanish language, even though I don't, uh, habla espanol, it's about, uh, it's about the extent of my uh, Spanish language abilities, uh, but it's, you know, so many of my crew, um, you know, it's the primary language that they're speaking at home. And at least here in the Southwest, you know, uh, the, the boots on the ground, the guys that are in the field, most of them are primarily Spanish speakers. Yes. And, um, you know, it, as much as I think that, um, you know, I am able to tell my guys and, and fully explain to my guys all the theory and all the reasons why we do things. Right. Um, you know, there is some sort of, uh, it, it, things get lost in translation. And, and that's not because it's English Spanish. Things will get lost in translation between an English speaker and an English speaker as well. Yes. It's, you know, so having the ability to have these these folks uh, who speak Spanish be able to learn in their own native language, I think is just, I think it's an amazing thing. And I'm so thankful that you are willing to to, to kind of step up. And we've got, I think, seven or eight of these uh, upcoming um, that we're going to be translating, um, you know, some of the some yeah. of the best of the best over the last couple of years of our page, um, you know, you've been working through and, and working on the translation. So by all means, if you guys have workers or co-workers or know people in the industry that could benefit, um, you know, even if they're not primarily English speakers, um, have them come because on Thursdays, we're launching a, a new Spanish translation of everything and i'd really love to see that kind of grow into having some some downline conversations in spanish that i'll have to call exactly. you and say on friday and say hey what the heck is going on there because there's all this conversation in spanish and i'm not uh, following it and, and and not only that but as you as you mentioned you know it's really important for others to also give us subjects anyone that it's looking you know we you know, it, it takes our brain to, you know, find things that we think it's interesting for you guys. You guys need to please reach at us, send, send us a message and tell us, hey, talk about this. I, I want to learn about that. Uh, why is this? Why is that? Uh, please do. Please send our questions. You know, we, we need you the same way we, you know, uh, uh, they need us for more information, education, and just to bring, you know, our industry better to a better standard. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, you guys have heard me preach it many, many times. Um, nobody's making money here. This is not a, uh, you know, this is not a, Hey, look at Dave and JC and, and let me make myself look better within, in, within the industry. This is all about just bringing our entire industry up and trying to raise the bar for the entire industry so that we can all be more professionalized. And um, you know, we, we, we're obviously we're we've got our eyes on the industry and we're pretty well connected and we're looking around and, and noticing things. Um, but you know, uh, 
a lot of us are located out here in California and you know we may not necessarily see some of the challenges yeah. that are in other parts of the country so if there's things that you want us to cover and that you don't see that we're covering definitely let us know either in the comments below here or you know you can always private message us on Facebook or wherever and uh, and we'll really you know we we have no problem catering this to you guys because that's really what this is all about this is about your guys's agenda and not our agenda absolutely so, well Dave I think uh, we covered most of the uh, initial conversation this this is a great chat uh, and uh, we get to do this you know often that'd be great yep yep and these will be a little bit more raw than what you're uh, maybe used to we're not really going to spend a whole lot of time editing these it's going to be just kind of a um you know a, a a a chat discussion hey what's what's caught our eye this week or this past couple of weeks on facebook or on you know in the whole world of pools so thanks for joining me for this very first one jc and um Thank you, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, signing off and and let us know what you want us to talk about. Shoot us some articles that that uh, have piqued your interest and, and some questions that you want to ask as well. Okay, great. Well, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.